what is up people you are listening into new generation hero talk i am your host ej stewart we have a big show lined up full of trailer recap we have three trailers to talk about on this episode we'll be talking about the spider-man across the spider-verse trailer we'll be talking about the dc's blue beetle trailer and we also got to talk about marvel's secret invasion so plenty of our reactions this was one of the bigger weeks i feel like we've had for especially trailers when it comes to superhero movies and superhero content overall in a quite a long time so they all dropped within several days of each other is actually ironic we all were uh back together for the first time in you know months uh you know last time we all saw each other was was uh was in september i believe of last year and we all were together for you know kendall's birthday we were here from the second martin wrestlemania and all good stuff um so we actually got to see a lot of these trailers together which was actually quite interesting so um, we didn't do a podcast last week because we were kind of just uh, separated and not separated, but trying to just focus on just being uh, each other's company and just and just feeling good and, and get, catching up and stuff. But we want to make sure we got back this week and uh, recorded because we do have a lot of stuff to talk about with these trailers. So we'll talk about all that stuff. We'll also talk about um, these very interesting comments from James Gunn regarding what we could be seeing in the future when it comes to a Marvel DC crossover, something that felt like uh a pipe dream maybe maybe not so much a pipe dream based on what we heard from james gunn so i'm interested to hear what my guys gotta say joining me on my co-host starting with shamari stewart sham it's good to hear from you as always uh the way our recording schedule worked we never got to address the very disturbing news regarding jonathan majors jonathan majors of course plays kang the conqueror um he just finished playing kang in ant-man in the Wise Quantumania, uh, we've seen him in Loki. He's a character that's expected to be featured quite heavily in the next phase of Marvel movies and projects. He's supposed to be featured in the next season of Loki. We know Kang Dynasty will certainly center a lot around his character. But Jonathan Majors actually was charged last week, uh, eight days ago, um, with assault from an incident that stemmed from two weeks ago in New York City. Uh, with a, a woman, some that it sounds like it was someone that was his girlfriend, uh, and it was domestic violence, and, and he was charged. Jonathan Majors has uh, denied the allegations. He posted, his lawyer at least posted some texts that, in my opinion, didn't really do him much good. It sounded like more of a cover-up than anything. But um, he posted texts saying with the woman saying that she was sorry for how everything went down and how she told him that you know it wasn't his fault. But uh, the prosecutors in New York City thought that there was enough evidence to uh, charge uh, Jonathan Majors with assault. Now, we have not heard very much from Marvel on this. The whole thing we've been hearing recently was this was kind of a wait or wait and see deal. But what we did learn, uh, which we're seeing as of today, which is uh, Den of Geek uh, posting a tweet today um, saying that they're uh, the Dens of Nerds. Sorry, let me, let me correct myself. The Dens of Nerds. Uh, saying that they heard um, a rumor uh, from someone close, closely linked to Marvel that uh, Majors may be done. So, uh, still no confirmed thing. So, all speculation. So, you want to keep that with a drink of salt. So, given what we know about this sham, your thoughts kind of on where things stand right now with Jonathan Majors beyond even just the Marvel part of it, but just kind of just when you heard the news and how things have gone on since. What What, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, yes, very, um, yeah, very disturbing story. Um, and of course, happy to be on the show as always with you guys. 
Um, and particularly this show, we have a lot to talk about. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a very, uh, very disturbing story. You know, I kind of feel like we'll all in general feel the same in that if this is true, this is disturbing and, you know, he should be charged and hopefully he's found guilty if this is true. Right. Um, now, of course, you know, in you know, United States, and et cetera, innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. So you have to let the process, you know, um, let the process play out. But these are disturbing allegations. And, um, you know, it's, it's not a good situation. You know, it's very unfortunate. Jonathan Majors is very talented, as we've seen. And I just saw Creed 3 recently, a few weeks ago, I think. And I very much enjoyed him in that. I very much enjoyed him in Ant-Man. I was looking forward to seeing him more as Kang, but this is just a very unfortunate situation. Um, you know, I don't know how true it is uh, about Marvel being totally done with done with him. I I tend to believe it's more of a wait and see because I mean, how are you totally done with him and the process hasn't even played out yet and you're totally right. that that doesn't really seem to make any logical sense. I feel I would, so I don't, I, just in general, I tend to not believe this rumor. I believe that they may be preparing for that because you don't know how this is going to play out. Right. So, I mean, they should be, if they're smart, preparing for that to be done with majors if they have to be. But, um, you know, majors hasn't been like, it's. this hasn't to the, been to the level of, say, an Ezra Miller situation where I would be expecting them to say that they're done. Like, this is uh, this is bad. They have to see how this plays out. And if it doesn't look good, if it's not good, and he does, is found guilty in a court of law, you know, and so on, then they have to f- figure it out from there. But, um, but yeah, this is a terrible situation, a very ugly situation. I agree with you, EJ. The text didn't help. Made a little more guilty. It, does, it gave me more of a battered woman yeah. trying to cover for her man type of vibe than anything else. So... You know, we'll see. Um, we'll see how it plays out. Kendall joins the show as always. Kendall, the charges uh, from a couple weeks ago include strangulation, assault, harassment, um, all things you don't want to hear. As I said, uh, Jonathan Major's attorney says that he is entirely innocent. Um, he said that uh, uh, one of the things that they said was that he he was probably the victim of an altercation with a woman he knows uh, and who is having a, quote, emotional crisis. So that is what's coming from the side of John DeMajor's attorneys. New York City, uh, you know, NYPD said the victim, before police, she was assaulted. Uh, the victim sustained minor injuries to her head, neck, and was removed to an area hospital in stable condition. So this apparently happened in a, uh, inside an apartment in the Manhattan neighborhood of Chelsea, uh, it may have stemmed in the beginning in a taxi cab and then continued perhaps maybe somewhere else. That was, I guess, where the arrest was made. At least that's where the 911 call was made. Um, so, Kendall, uh, your thoughts uh, on, on kind of where things stand with majors as we know. Right now, as I said, there's been no comments from Marvel. Nothing. We have not heard anything. I think other than maybe they're just following the details, if that even. Uh, what, what do you think of what you've seen so far? Yeah, I mean, obviously, like you said, a very uh, unfortunate situation, uh, to say the least. I think, like Shamari said, we all agree that if uh, uh, if if this, you know, if these allegations turn out to be true, not 
definitely would not shock me if that's direct the that's the direction that Marvel decided to go in terms of uh moving on from him. Um, you know, uh I, you know, I I can't really speak to the validity the validity of any of this at this point, but what I can speak to is the what does Marvel do in the event that, you know, that is the worst case scenario that you felt like well, we you know, we can't you know, how 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 do they operate at that point? Um I, I, you know, I think that there, you know, there is some some things that make this hard to navigate uh, for Marvel. Because um, be frank, I mean, the Kang character in Jonathan Majors has been and will continue to be featured heavily uh, in their plans. They've not only not only do we know that from behind the scenes stuff, but they've already told us. Uh, in various different ways that Jonathan Major is going to be a big part of it. Uh, the last Marvel movie that we saw, uh, he was, you know, one of his T main character and it wasn't his movie. And the post credit scene of the movie teased that we we're going to see more, both post credit scenes of the movies teased that we we're going to see more Don, Jonathan Majors. Um, so, and we, the next Avengers movie has got his name in it. So, yes, this is not, uh, this is not a, it's not good timing for Marvel. Um, I think this this is something that if this were if I think they'd be able to act less swiftly if this were somebody that was that wasn't gonna be featured so heavily, not to like not to say that you wanna handle these things any differently, but um like when Shamari talks about like them taking their time, I feel like they may not they may not be able to take as much time because they've got so many things that he is supposed to be in and so many different stories that they got to craft that like they've either, <laughs> they're going to make a decision. They got to make it quick. You know, you don't want to make the wrong decision. Right. Uh, yeah. Which is obviously important, but um, like, you know, Jeremy Renner had his situation a couple years ago where, you know, there were some allegations and tabloids and I don't remember all the details or whatever even came out from all of that. But um but they were able to take they did have Hawkeye that was on the docket. I don't even know if that had been announced yet, but like they were able to take their time because it was Hawkeye and we had kind of already seen everything with Hawkeye. So it wasn't like they had to, you know, you know, go do, do some massive damage control tour. Um, this is this is, you know, something that, again, is going to be very, very uh, hard for them in D.C. Even with the Ezra Miller situation, they, you know. Luckily, through COVID, they were able to kind of stall uh, enough to where just push the movie down enough to where people can they won't forget, but they will, you know, just won't be in the in the it won't be in the forefront of people's minds the same way it was during COVID. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, but yeah, obviously this is a very untenable situation. Options include recasting, uh, moving on from a different character. Uh, moving on to a different character, which seems like the least likely option, just because they they set so much stuff up. Right. Um, and I mean, look, you're in the world of multiverse, and I you hate to play that game because you know it's not what Marvel had planned. But you know, if he just shows up looking different, I don't think that people would lose their. And oh, obviously, when you're dealing with real life situations, right? Yeah. Like people, I don't think you're gonna have people. Be like, oh, why they recast? 
Jonathan Majors, you know, yeah, I mean, I mean, no one can complain. Like, honestly, you're a dope if you don't know why they were recast Jonathan Majors. Right, exactly. I mean, you know, I'm you, not someone who's want to. I hate the name call. That's one of the things I, I try not to ever do on any medium I do. But you're dope if you don't know why they're not. They would they would consider recasting Jonathan Majors. I mean, come on. Right. Like so, so that's that's the thing, you know. Uh, if, if if you don't know why, if you're watching the next Avengers movie and we got, you know, uh, <laughs> we got, uh, what's his name, uh, JD Washington playing Gang, and we're like, what the hell, what happened? Yeah. Uh, just Google it, you know, it'll be that one of those deals. So yeah, I mean, it's a lot. This will this will be this will play out over the next couple of weeks and months, but I, I I do think that it would not shock me if decisions were made quicker than we'd expect, quicker than they normally would be made because Marvel. Is on such a strict timeline right now. Yeah, it's yeah, and uh, and that's why I don't know what to make of these rumors. I mean, then a nerds, I don't know what their track record is for things like this, but I, I would tend to feel like Marvel at least has to be leaning one way or another, given the information that they have. I'm sure you know you're a powerful industry or uh, corporation like Disney. I'm sure you can get a lot of information on things, so I find it hard to believe that they're completely in a wait-and-see mode situation. I think they probably have more details than even we do about what happened. Um, you know, being a case doesn't necessarily constitute, you know, being okay, well, now it's just, you know, show goes on and, you know, nothing to see here, you know, depending on what the situation is. Now, if it is a situation when Jonathan Majors is totally innocent and this is not what it appears, which I pray to God that it is, like, Jonathan Majors is an in my opinion, an incredible talent. Every project I've ever watched him in, I've enjoyed him in. He's an incredible Kang. And I hope that this isn't true. A, because domestic violence is awful. And I don't want to hear any, see, hear or see anything like this or hear a woman go have to go through anything like this, strangulation and assault. But these are very disturbing things to talk about. So I hope, I hope it's not true just on that basis. Um, you know, if it is true, then, you know, we get into, A, that's a very sad situation, and the prayers will have to go out to the victim for, you know, going through something like this. And then once we get beyond that, it becomes, okay, you know, what does Marvel do? And the one thing I will say, and I've said this before, and I don't, I don't, I hope I don't sound uh, callous by saying this, but I, I, one thing I couldn't, I could not stand during this saga is like these people on their high horses being like, whatever y'all do, I don't want you here talking about what's going to happen in the future of Marvel during this thing. Like, I'm sorry, like, can y'all get off your high horses? Like, are you guys like that, like, I don't know, head in the sand, stuck up to where you can't understand that people see these people in certain lenses and it's not saying that they don't care about assault or domestic violence by wondering what's going to happen with Marvel given the severity of the charges? Like, I don't know, like, sometimes, like, like, sometimes I feel like just people just want to, like, downgrade people who love superhero stuff for no reason. And I felt like that that was happening with this Jonathan Majors thing. So well, that was well, we I got, felt like I had to get off my chest because I've been waiting. Well, well, we, got, we haven't talked about it in a while, and that was, like, I kind of forgot how much that pissed me off. But it has pissed me off a well, ton. What we have to understand about those situations is that, you, I mean, you're 100% right, EJ. And I, I totally agree. I, I feel like I, I understand where those people are coming from, but what they have to understand is that, I mean, this is a this is a, an industry that like Marvel, when this happened, you know, I'm sure their initial reaction was, you know, some version of shock and, uh, you know, discomfort or whatever you want to call it. Um, but the, the next questions they asked, what do we do now? What do we do now? 
You, you ask know, that like question that, in every single instance of any crisis crime. management. Yeah, yeah, if I worked at my job and I heard there was some terrible thing that happened to one of my coworkers, I would think, "Wow, that's terrible. I hope that's not true." Also, what are we going to do about my job? That's just a fact. Like the the ask people that people going on line and telling people to pretend to think about things that they're not thinking about is is and to say that because you're not doing it. You therefore don't care about domestic violence is so, it's so ridiculous. It, it's so, it, it's like, it's like insulting that like, that like people can't have these two conversations. Like we we're having it now. We started this whole conversation talking about this whole thing, how terrible it sounds and hoping that this isn't true. And what happens if it isn't or isn't, but I did, Oh, because you didn't also care about what happens to other people's jobs, other people's livelihoods. Cause it affects other people beyond just Jonathan majors. And this uh, alleged victim that, oh, well, you don't, like, come on. Like, it's just, like, it's the worst take ever. And yet, particularly, I had to see it for, like, two weeks in a row. Particularly, and again, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what all took place, but obviously the situation is not, it's not over, you know? It's and not. We'll see what, 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 what becomes of it, but, um... But what else am I going to do? I mean, yes, I, 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 I pray for everyone involved that, that, you know, they have, you know, an outcome and that things are, are better. But outside of that, I, I mean, you know, I you just got to wait for you got to wait for some of these things to play itself out. Yeah, it's like newsflash you know? to people like I wasn't there. These like I'm not I'm not saying that Marvel movies or what you what Marvel stuff or superhero stuff. It might not mean a lot to you. That's totally fine. That is totally fine. It's totally acceptable. It doesn't have to be a rice cup of tea. But some of these stories, some of this entertainment, some of this pop culture means a lot to a lot of people. And and this idea is like, oh, you're stupid little superheroes and all you care. It's like, can you stop with that? Like, I'm not going to whatever you like and saying, like, oh, do you care about... Like, like we're getting into this, like... um, God, what do I want to call this? Like, it's almost like this, like, you know, these, like, Olympics of, like, who cares less about important issues thing. Whenever there's something serious that happens, it's like, yo, can y'all just chill? Like, these people aren't bad people because they're thinking about things that they love that are important to their core being wait, sometimes, wait. some of these people. <laughs> Fans of this, Marvel superheroes and thinking, this is oh extreme. my god, this guy who's a, a major part of that is accused of something terrible. How, did, how does this affect this thing that I care about? That this guy just, uh, allegedly did a crime. It's not like we're saying, oh, it, like, to me, I almost feel like even though I th- I still think it was, I thought it was out of place when it happened, I feel like you saying this about Chadwick Boseman, I almost gave you a pass for because there was a death, and then it, even then I still felt like it was still off because it's like you guys don't understand how much like the Black Panther T'Challa means to people, especially yes. a lot of black people. So I think to say oh don't talk about that was very right. Uh, insensitive, right? It, but, I, like, that, that, but like this was like even period. worse to me. It's like yo, this is a cr- like he he may have ruined something. Yeah, like, I'm like who cares? People have a right to say how does this affect me? Yeah, like I, I mean, I'm not gonna protect him, you know. Right. I'm not gonna be. Oh, I don't want to talk out of respect for. Right. Nobody's saying. Oh, well, they gotta <laughs> no. Keep let's get you show move. Make sure we don't. Make sure we we uh you know we keep him around. Nobody's saying that. Yeah, we don't want to speculate on John the Major's job yet because who knows, man? You know, like I, I mean, at this point, I, that's that's what we got to do. We got to speculate. That's what we happen. can do. <laughs> that we just don't do anything. We just say nothing and just again pretend like we don't care about what's gonna happen now that they have a guy that they cast it in. Every movie they're doing for the next five years, and act like oh, or two, three years, like oh, well, you know, we have to pretend that 
We don't care about this. We're going to see him in Loki in a couple of weeks. And we're going to be like, oh, we don't, we, let's pretend that didn't happen. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. This is like, like a soapbox. But and we care. So, do you agree wrong. with any of this or, or me and Kendall off on this? Yeah, no, you guys are right. I mean, we care. I mean, I don't even, I wouldn't even go that far. I, I, I go as far as to just say, yeah, we care about it. So what? You know, like, there's nothing, that, there's not, you know, I agree with you, EJ, like, you know, if whatever you're, because everyone's interested in something. If someone involved in whatever your hobby or interest is, is, you know, went out and murdered somebody or strangled somebody or whatever, you'd care about what happened. And then you'd be like, oh, but what about that thing I like? <laughs> you know, like, that's just, you know, it's natural. So, yep. yeah, I don't know. I think those people should shut up. You, you think, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it goes without saying. Um, what do you guys? What are your guys' quick takes on like, if 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 they do come to the decision that they can't bring him back, what are Marvel's options? Um, Mar- Marvel's options? I mean, they'd have to. Or are they just screwed? I mean, they are like, screwed. Look, at, like, let me be in clear, terms like, of like whatever happens. What do you mean? Like, what are their creative options if they have to move on from Jonathan Major? I mean, recasting is. I mean, they have to recast. Recasting think just is, recast. Pro- is, is probably the only thing. Yeah, they got to they, they got to recast. I mean, they I mean, they set up this story. They're not going to change the story now. Yeah, they, I mean, they have to recast. There is no. I don't think there's any other. I don't think there's any other recourse. Like they have to recast. Either that, or they have to like s- stop what they're doing with one of their movies that and like find a way to kill them off. But like, I don't think anyone wants here to see this character killed. Yeah, off. I don't know about want to see that. Yeah, they, like, yeah, they, like, they they're too far. They're too deep into this. To, yeah, it's to like jump, jump off. Now. I would imagine yeah, I mean, the Loki thing is too far gone. No, you yeah, might, just, not you might see him in Loki. Loki, yeah, he's gonna be in Loki. There's nothing they can do about that. Which is gonna be weird. So be crazy. like him. I mean, in that, I mean, unless it's recasted after that, he is exonerated, and then everything's normal. It's gonna be real regardless. But at least we won't have. I'd imagine if if they do, if they plan on moving on from him. And like that decision is made before Loki comes out. I I could see them taking him out of Loki completely, if it's possible. I don't know. They may. I don't, I don't think. I, I don't think it's going to be possible, given how I feel like they set right. up what they're going to do with him. I, <laughs> like, I like he might have a whole episode. Might I expect. I expect he may be in like multiple episodes, if not all of them. That's how I yeah. felt like the way they ended Loki in the one of post credit scene. Or excuse me, ended Quantum Mania. Felt like it was like, oh, this is someone that's yeah. going to be around. I I don't know. I I feel like he's going to be in there, but. Yeah, I think Loki's too far gone. I don't know if he's in the Marvels. Like, I don't like, like he could be in anything. Like the way they yeah. present this character, they've shown that he could be in anything, and they've hinted or even said outright that he's going to be in a lot of stuff. So I think there's going to be a cutoff point where we just won't see him. Like anything that hasn't been shot, I think they probably won't see him. But what's going to be tough is like, what are these? What about these things that are going to get into production soon that we're supposed to have them? That's, that that's what I, goes I mean, back to like there may be some gotta... there may be some movies that maybe some post credit scenes he would have been in they won't put him in you know they, they may be some things they could kind of like finesse but yeah. things where he's in the plot like so, they're screwed they got to either recast or I will like. just make this statement last thing I'll say on this is that uh obviously he's he, he's he's a great actor I have not seen Creed three yet but uh, or Devotion or anything like that but uh, you know everything I've seen him in he's been great. Um, but I don't think he's an uh, irreplaceable figure uh, to be just at this stage. Not saying that you know he's he's gonna be easy to to replace, but I, I think that as a just like in terms of the 
what he's done in the MCU, we've only seen him twice. And so I like I, I'm not I, I I won't go as far as to say he's 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 Terry Howard. I almost Howard. feel like uh, right. I but like, I almost... if, if I if we if he showed up as somebody else, I wouldn't I wouldn't be heartbroken. And I almost feel like at this point, like whether he's replaced or not, it just might not matter. Like, like the, I think we all agree that, and I think we, you've said it, Kendall. Like, these are allegations and charges that, like, if he is like even remotely like found to have done this, he's gone. Like, there's no oh, right. well, maybe we could like right. y- you can't move on with him. Right. You can't. And, and and yeah, what I mean by replaceable is in the sense that like yeah, not only his, from his the, impact from on the what charges, he's done. right? Now I got you, but like also, but then also like. Like there are certain characters where you just say, like we saw with Chadwick, for example, like we just can't, we, we just won't use them, right? You know? No, I, and I totally get that. I'm Versus saying like certain yeah. certain characters, like they they viewed, you know, William Hurt as uh, Thunderbolt Ross as replaceable. Whether or not we agree with all that, they felt whatever. Yeah, you know, we can just bring in Harrison Ford and it'll it will keep it moving. Um, right, he's more he's closer to Hurt than he he's, is. He's to, closer to, that. to Chadwick, obviously. Right. I hate to even I hate to even bring those guys in here. Those are two men who passed away, and they you know I mean Hurt did have allegations, but I'm not gonna get into that. But like right, right. these men who passed away, and Chadwick certainly right. has done nothing like this or been rolled right. to anything negative. So I hate to even bring that up, but to just for yeah. the sake of this conversation, yeah, yeah, he's not he's not. I mean, like, but like I said, we're, the, we're, we're, why, we're, we're, the only reason why I brought that up was because like my name was like, look, this is Robert Downey Jr. They just have to replace him. Like, there's just you can't come back from this. Not, not, not in this job. I'm not saying he should never ever work in Hollywood again. Like that is for Hollywood and the overall public to decide. But I believe I'm saying, I'm saying in at, this, at this stage. job and what he's doing right now, you can't just be like, oh, like he's he's all good, he's back. It's, he gets convicted of assault, or, or at I, least I, there's a lot of evidence suggesting that he was in the wrong in this. Right. You can't like, at back. this stage, like Robert Downey. Like they would just if if this were to happen to anybody of that scale, like they would just scrap. I feel like they just scrap whatever they. Were and that's doing. why this thing. And the one thing I will say, and I know we got to move on because we gone way long on this, but the last thing I will say, Sham, is I feel like I I wonder if Marvel will ever work like this again. Like what they were doing with Majors was unique to anything they've ever done before. Besides Sam Jackson. Maybe that's that's the only one? example. Yeah, that's the other yeah. example. I would say Sam Jackson is the closest thing. That's a good point. I don't even think that. I, I honestly think that this is even more extreme than him. Yeah, but this, that's yeah, this is more than that. Yeah, Sam this is in like a different era. Yeah, right. Because Sam, there's there's more projects now, and Sam had a couple of things where he just showed up, but he didn't like exactly. he wasn't in right. stuff. Like yeah, and the, the, this guy the, is going the, to be in two three movies in shows. Like you know, what I'm saying this doesn't cameo. Like and in the age of like the 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 conventions being so big and the trailers being so such a big deal and the leaks and reports and everything being such a big deal, like we've known for years now, like major is going to be in everything for the next ten years. Right. Whereas like back then, you knew you knew what they were setting up, but you didn't know exactly where we were going to see Samuel Jackson in every single right, movie. Exactly. Whereas yeah, majors, awesome. you know. Right, so I, I say yeah, that. Movie to say, right, so I say that to say like I, I I don't know if you'll see Marvel do this again. But I think that it is to you know they centered their franchise around potentially around somebody that was toxic. Like you can't like well that, it, 
Yeah. It, it, I mean, yeah. and I think questions, you know, again, we got to see how this whole thing plays out. That's a caveat for everything we say in this conversation. But we do have to kind of see just like, I mean, was this the right, like, how much did they know about this? Because, like, I mean, there are a lot of people, or not a lot, enough people, going out there saying, hey, I heard some very unsettling things about Jonathan Majors that eventually Marvel will have to answer for if these things are true. If they're not true, then 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 they're not true. But if they are true, they have to say, hey, like, was this good judgment to put so many eggs in a basket that were that was so uh, flawed, so to speak, you know, to put it lightly, I guess. Like that. I can be... tell you for a fact, in the entertainment industry, whether it be, you know, movies, whether it be sports, mm-hmm. you know, and you're doing you're doing background checks on these individuals that you're dealing with, like, you, I mean, they know. Yeah, I mean, or at least you should know. I, I don't know the amount of background that the <laughs> that Marvel did, but. You know, you, I mean, you know stuff that the general public d- might not know, and in certain cases, you're willing to take a risk. It's all a risk. <laughs> it's all a risk analysis at the end of the day. Is you know, of, are we going to trust that this person is going to, you know, is, is going to be able to handle this role that we're giving them, knowing that they've got X, Y, Z that they've had in the past, and or have they gotten through that? Have they? You know, and they may not have known anything for all we know. But if there are, if the if the, the rumors and stuff about people kind of knowing that he was, a, he was he was a certain type of personality, then then that's on Marvel. It's either on Marvel for not doing their due diligence, or it's on Marvel for taking the risk and just blowing up in their face. You know, and then then you actually question why would you take a risk on somebody? Why why would you put such a such a big, you know? character on somebody that you thought had red flags you know but the idea of red flags is something that all these companies deal with you know when you're dealing with talent yeah well we'll, we'll see mm-hmm. how this goes again um you know we'll, we'll have to just kind of wait and see what happens i just prayers all around for everybody involved um if it is not true then prayers for majors for trying to get through this thing and hopefully it gets all sorted out um I, I, for his sake and just for the sake of, just, you know, just like everything decent, I don't want there to be this situation. But if it is true, and we know in a lot of these cases um, that these cases are true in a lot of cases, not every case, and Jonathan Major needs to have his day in court and hear his story and all that stuff. But if it is true, then of course, prayers to the victim. Um, prayers to the people who are triggered by hearing a lot of the details of this ordeal, the alleged details of this ordeal. And we'll have to just see how it goes, you know. But it's going to be a story that's not going away because um, he's been charged. So it's just we're going to continue to follow it uh, as it moves along. But let's get to this other stuff. I know we've run long, so we'll probably go a little quicker on these topics we have today. But um, I want to start about the with the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse trailer. You know, Sony released a second trailer for Across the Spider-Verse. We got some insight on some plot of the movie with this one. Uh, the trailer shows Mom Morales trying to balance the life of being Spider-Man, a student at a high school that's an elite high school in Brooklyn, and a loving son to Jefferson Davis and Rio Morales, his father and his mother. It uh, also shows Gwen Stacy introducing Miles to the larger Spider-Verse, where he meets for the first time the likes of Spider-Man 2999 and reconnects with Peter B. Parker, who was his mentor in the first Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse film, the prequel to this one, which is now the sequel. 
in order to be accepted into the original Spider-Verse group, Miguel O'Hara, who is, of course, Spider-Man uh, uh, 2099, played by uh, Oscar Isaac, um, says that he has to, Miles being reject, or excuse me, uh, make an ultimate sacrifice that will result in him losing someone close to him. Miles rejects this notion that he has to suffer some kind of loss in order to continue on as Spider-Man and be a part of this group, which seems to lead into the major conflict of this film. Uh, where the rest of the Spider-Man and Spider-Woman are trying to stop Miles from, it appears, maybe causing some larger damage to the Spider-Verse. So I hit Sham first here. Um, this trailer, I felt like made a lot of noise. I felt like a lot of people were talking about it. I was very pleased with that. What did you think of the first trailer of Spider-Verse? Man. Yo. This movie? Not ready for this movie. It looks fire. Not not ready for this movie. This is another one. And the first Spider-Verse is already probably my favorite Spider-Man movie. But this one might be it's better a, than that it's, one. It's a lot of people's favorite Spider-Man movie. Yeah. This one might be better than that one. It already kind of looks better than it. I mean, this is crazy. This this movie looks incredible. The, the Everything from the story that they're setting up to the humor that's in it. To the characters and the villains. I mean, Spider-Man 299 looks crazy. Oh, yeah. man. I, I can't wait to see that. And and the effects and the animation. It looks incredible. It looks almost just as good, if not better. With all the crazy, like, multiverse stuff, it's it looks so good. It looks so good. Everything from top to bottom. You know, and this got pushed back before, right? This got put, didn't this get pushed back before? Yeah, this got pushed back at least once, maybe twice. Yeah, it, 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 at least once, but it got pushed back. I think this was definitely supposed to come out last year. I'm glad they pushed it back. If they need as much time as they needed to make this as perfect as possible, I'm glad they did it because this movie looks so good. Oscar Isaac looks like he is going in on this movie. He He is not pulling any punches with his line delivery and his portrayal of, of the Miguel O'Hara character. Um, and Miles' story looks very interesting in this movie. Um, I'm very, very excited for this movie. I This is, and I, and I was telling Kendall as well, this is a day one um, movie, opening night, maybe multiple times in the opening weekend. Like, this is that kind of movie for me i'm definitely going to see this movie probably multiple times probably in 3d because i heard not seeing the first one in 3d is missing out because apparently the first one in 3d was incredible um so i'm definitely seeing this one in 3d and definitely on opening night but this is i'm so excited for this movie i can't wait all right shamari is pumped kendall do you share his excitement are you how did you feel about what you saw from the Spider-Verse trailer. Um I I I get the sense that this is a movie and this is a franchise that's gonna only level up from the first one. Um uh I will mention though but before I continue, uh I got taken aback when you you said that Miles' dad's name was Jefferson Davis. I was like Jefferson Davis. That's, that's, real. that's the that's that's the uh no no you're right. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't that the guy that was, like, founded the Confederacy or something like that? Yeah, he was the first president of the Confederacy. So I was like, yeah. I was like, what? And so apparently in the comics, there's actually a storyline where he, he changes his name to Jefferson Morales because <laughs> he didn't funny. want the name Jefferson Davis. I was like, that's funny. That's but, really interesting. <laughs> so I was like, I got triggered for a second. I was like, Jefferson yeah, Davis. He told me, yo, shit, Ken, I'll be honest, man. When you, like, said... <laughs> you know, you said I got a name wrong. His name was weird, and you found his confederates. I'm like, yo, this might be one of the worst gaps I've ever done. In this <laughs> how, the, how the hell did I screw this up? I'm certain his name was Jefferson Davis. But you're right, that definitely is that, like, you know, concert, you know, confederate general, whatever, president. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that, that um, uh, yes. I didn't, I didn't realize that they actually wrote a story around that, because that is a very interesting yeah. name choice that they had. Yes, that was Brian Michael Bendis that put that together, but. Um, apparently it was intentional. Uh, that's a whole other conversation. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I thought that this was a great trailer. Um, did not tell you a whole lot about like the, like the the main main conflict. Like we, I mean, we got we got some of it, but um, I think they want to save a lot of the best moments for the movie. But I also do get the sense. I mean, it's not like they're hiding anything. We know that there's only part one, so. You know, I think that this is not something, you know, the, the whole story, they like, they only have half of the story to even show us. Um, they've only done half of the story. So you, you, if you don't want to spoil what happens in this half of the story, then ultimately you're not going to be able to show us too much of uh, in a trailer. But um, if there's anything that that would that would worry me about this movie, I mean, I think it looks great. That would be the only thing is just like when you're doing a part one of a part of a two part movie. Is you know what is the end game, you know, so to speak. But I'd only I'd expect that it will just be a situation where it's probably just gonna see want to see more, you know. And honestly, I think that that's where Marvel movies have sort of uh, MCU movies rather have sort of uh, kind of lost themselves a little bit. Is that they're so focused on the, you know, we got to get to the next movie that they're not. Like they're they're the actual movie that they're making sometimes feel like they're 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 not complete. Um but I this movie already looks like, you know, it'll be uh an elite animated movie. I mean the first one was as well. Uh and bigger budget, I'd imagine, you know, just more autonomy given to Lord Miller, I'd be shocked if this wasn't uh, a classic. Yeah, this looks like a banger, man. This really does. I mean, Shamari mentioned just the art. Like, it, the art is spectacular. Um, I'll tell you what. One of the, my favorite moments, I think, covering superhero movies and stuff was going to Comic-Con in New York City and seeing that uh, early screening of the first half of Into the Spider-Verse and coming out and tweeting and telling everybody I saw it. It's like, that, this movie is a game changer. This is what I, I know. There were some people that were skeptical of what this was going to be like. And I said, this is gonna be the one of the biggest things <laughs> in our industry and sure enough here we are now after an oscar win and i i was reading a, a short list a couple of days ago of this movie being up there uh, on the short list of best picture like that that's that's kind of where we're at now after what they established with the first one so i i can't help but be super excited for this one i think the story because you know the first trailer we saw it didn't give as much story, but we saw a lot of cool cameos. That was kind of the big thing with the first trailer. This one, I think, we more kind of presenting a story that we have to tell. What are they trying to build upon from the last uh, movie? 
which was a phenomenal story. And I think the story they put together is quite good. Um, I, I At least the, the little hints that they're kind of sh- showing us. You know, it is true that Spider-Men and Spider-Women, you know, like the whole, there is a, a, grown, a constant threat. And in fact, it's actually a conversation that we hear a lot about when people kind of debate Spider-Man and how much he has to suffer as a human in order for him to be Spider-Man when it comes to a creative license and people trying to come up with new Spider-Man stories. Some people saying, hey, we're tired of seeing Spider-Man always, you know, down the dumps and always losing people and stuff. And there's a part of it like, well, that's kind of Spider-Man's ordeal. It's kind of his thing. And there's kind of a debate with that. So the fact that they're kind of putting that really just on front street for this to be Miles' story, and it gives you license of they can do whatever they want. Maybe he will have this terrible tragedy he has to deal with. Maybe he won't. I don't know. Um, but I, I think that, that putting that question that has already been like an existential question talked about with this character and this franchise for 40, 50 years now, I think it's smart to do it as a big movie and just put in as many Spider-Men as you can to make it fun. So I like the story they're putting together. I love, again, the art was awesome. I mean, you know, and just like, I mean, I, I laughed out loud when he was in that principal's office or in that teacher, parent teacher conference. And, uh, he told, she, his, that teacher told his mother that he had to be in Spanish. Oh <laughs> man, that was so just, funny. Just seeing her reaction. And like, I, I say that as someone who is one of my best friends is Puerto Rican. And, I've seen how a mother, a 40 mother reacts to their kids not doing well in Spanish class. Like, I yelled when I heard how, that was so funny. That was so authentic. So well done. So, like, I, I saw that's okay. I already seen enough. This is going to be amazing. And, yeah, I mean, I'm excited, man. Like, I'm really excited. I think that this is going to be uh, really fun. And I'm looking forward to it. So, you know, uh, uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, anybody remember when this comes out? I don't have the date in front of me, but I know it comes out uh, this summer. Which I mean, this—if I feel like we kind of—it's kind of under the radar how big this summer this is for superhero content. This is June second, Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse. We got Guardians, we got this, we got the Marvels, we got Secret this, Invasion, Secret Invasion, which we're about, we're about to talk about, um, and there's something else, Blue Beetle, I guess. Right? Isn't Blue Beetle? Yeah, summer Blue too? Beetle. Yep. Yeah. The I mean, Flash. And, and the, the Flash. Flash. I mean, this Which is, might be the greatest superhero movie ever, according and, uh, to people who have seen it. Apparently, or people <laughs> apparently. Who are working on this, so, so, allegedly. Yeah, so this is going to end up being one of the biggest. It's going to be one of the biggest superhero movie summers ever. Which is weird to say. I feel like nobody's really saying that, or maybe they don't realize. But and maybe because like there were so many stakes with some of these other movies that happened in the last few years, where we thought more stuff was going to happen. I'm not saying that more stuff's going to happen this year, but just in terms of the volume, there's no question. Unquestionably, this there, is one of the there biggest are, they, summers ever. There are no like tent pole tent pole movies. Uh, and it's so, so weird the only... because the Flash, Guardians, and Spider Man across Spider Verse are all acting like yo, we the ones. They, and that's the thing, like all three of them acting like y'all might not like, know like, it yet, but we the ones. Yeah, I mean, like that's the like Guardians. You know, has a track record of being like it could be that it's proven that before, and and. Um, Spider Verse obviously, you know, broke the internet with its first one. So, like, those for sure have the track record. And then, uh, and the Flash, like you said, the hype is just, it's yeah, the roof. I mean, they, one uh, of the, maybe one of the best superhero trailers cut we've ever seen, especially our first trailer. <laughs> it was a yeah. gearing of excitement for a movie that nobody yeah. had excitement for, but people were very skeptical of. Like, 
Yeah, this yeah. is uh this is gonna be a, a real hot summer, as DJ Khaled would say. Um, but yeah, Spider Verse that happens uh, in early June, so we'll keep following that. But really, really awesome trailer they dropped uh, for that one. Another project happening uh, this summer as well. Uh, Marvel gave us a uh, first look at the upcoming, or not the first look, but the second look. Our first trailer was a long, long time ago. It didn't show us very much. This one showed us a lot more for Disney Plus series Secret Invasion. The show follows Samuel Jackson's Nick Fury character as he attempts to thwart a world takeover from a radicalized group of Skrulls. The trailer sees M- MI6 agent Sonya Fowlsworth, played by Olivia Coleman, asking Fury if he's ready for the fight that lies ahead in stopping this Skrull infiltration as we see shots of Fury Talos, who's played by Ben Mendelsohn. You'll remember him from uh, the Captain Marvel movie, struggling to keep with keep up with the attacks from the scrolls being led by Gravik, who's the lead scroll in this group played by Kingsley Benadir. Others seen making appearances are longtime free ally Maria Hill, played by Colby Smolders, James Rhodes, aka Rhodey, played by Don Cheadle, and newly introduced Gila. Uh Gia, I'm sorry, I think her name is. Um a scroll ally played by Amelia Clark. So Fury declares this as one last fight. It is an action packed very dramatic, very espionage feel type of trailer. Kendall, were you impressed with this trailer for Secret Invasion? Uh, I enjoyed the Secret Invasion trailer. Um, it's like it's not your, it's not what the Spider Verse trailer was. It's not what the Blue Beetle trailer was. We'll get to that as well. It's a lot very different. Um, you know. In, in in Star Wars terms, uh, you know, remind me a lot more of, of Andor, uh, so to speak, than than something else. But uh, than the Mandalorian, for example. But um, but yeah, they definitely had that spy thriller tone. Um, you know, Samuel Jackson. I honestly, it's it's. I, I forgot. I heard uh, someone else say this. Um, forgot who, but they, it's it's sort of what. Uh, I think a lot of people wanted Agents of Shield to feel like when it first came out, um, and but but you know network TV and whatnot they they kind of had to frame that show a certain way, um, and this this feels like you know a Nick Fury show, especially the Nick Fury that we've been introduced. Um, so I mean I, I think that this is going to be really good. Uh, I'm excited to see. Uh, Kingsley Benadir's character um, as the villain. Uh, I, I mean, I I, I I I saw him in uh in the Comey rule. He played Barack Obama, so I can't unsee him as as Barack Obama. Well, but I, I saw him as uh, uh, Malcolm X in uh, yeah, exactly. One Night in Miami. Uh, so exactly <laughs> right. Uh, he's only political figures <laughs> in a lot of ways, but um, yeah, he might be in this as well, but. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how that ends up. Uh, we'll see how his character ends up shaping up. But um, yeah, him and, and and Amelia Clark is another character I think people are, are are interested to see. But the one question I'll have is what other characters are in this that we haven't seen? Are there other characters that are in this that we haven't seen, or is this just gonna be Nick Fury versus and the Scrolls versus the Evil Scrolls? You know, that'll be the question. Kendall, I mean, Sham. Uh your feeling on Secret Invasion. I mean, we've talked so much about this project, me and you have been so excited for it for so long. This was our first, I think, really, truly extended 
look at this uh this uh Disney Plus project. What were your thoughts on the trailer? Um, I enjoyed uh, the trailer. I I am very excited for this as well. Um, I mean, you guys know me. I've said uh, many times on the show how you know I I want the evil scrolls. I don't want the kind scrolls. The scrolls that are nice and you see them and you smile. Like I don't want those scrolls. You know, we've got nothing but those scrolls um, in Marvel so far. And the, the scrolls in this in this show are. Are what I wanted from the very beginning, basically. <laughs> yeah. um, so this is—I'm very excited for this. This show looks very intense, very action-packed. I agree with Kendall. I mean, this is, it definitely gives me a lot of Agents of Shield vibes, which Agents of Shield kind of did this with the LMDs already, uh, kind of. But but it's yeah. definitely get, giving me Agents of Shield vibes, which is very good. It's a very good sign. Um, not a bad thing. That's a very good thing. Um, and, um, you know, I agree with Kendall as well. I don't know who else is going to be in this. We know somebody somebody else is going to be in it. We, don't, we know Rhodey's in it. Um, we're Falcon all... in it. Huh? Like, it's Falcon in it, for example. You know. Yeah, you know, it's Falcon in it. Um, I I don't know where you guys are. I feel like we we may all be in agreement that Rhodey's either probably or almost certainly a scroll. <laughs> um I mean, it seems like yeah, it me, seems you, man, very smart been on this train. I mean, no, I've been saying this joint for like, hours. yeah, I know, EJ, you've been saying it. Like, why would they 100%. show him in the trailer? You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, that, like that they're showing definitely a scroll. He's a scroll. Like it's I don't know when they're going to reveal it. Hopefully it's not like at the very end because we all kind of figure he's a scroll already. Um, anyone that's familiar with Secret Invasion and how that works knows, you know, you see a hero, assume they're a scroll. Like they're probably a scroll. Um, especially in this show, doesn't even have that many heroes. Like the first hero you see is probably going to be a scroll, and they keep showing Rhodey, and he's a very, uh, he's like an easy one to just yeah, just make him a scroll. He's been a scroll since you know fill in the blank, you know whatever time, and uh, you know so yeah, that's he's definitely a scroll. But I think there's going to be other people that show up, and I think they're also going to be scrolls. I think yeah, it's going to be think that I think yeah. that there will be a more I think that. I think there are more people in this than we probably are seeing in a tra- in the trailer. I'm, yep. This is not going to be obviously this the, this comic book crossover that had so many right, Marvel characters, course, yeah. but I, I don't think Rhodey's the only superhero or Avenger like person that is in this at all. I think there's going to be at least a couple more. Yeah, I agree with that, and I think at least some of them are going to be scrolls too. Yep, yep, and definitely. and we'll and we'll find out how long they've been scrolls. But I think they're also going to be scrolls. Is is uh, what you would call it? A, 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 is let's say Sharon Carter, for example. Do you think Sharon Carter's a scroll at all? Possibly. Um, if they show her, I, my money would be on scroll. Yeah, Sharon Carter. I would. Yeah, I think we've all kind of been not all, but that's been one of the the things people have talked about too. And and yeah, that I would say definitely. Yeah, yeah, I, I would. I would think so. And do do we think we'll see Val? You probably. I would think so as well. I yeah. feel you have to. She has to be. Yeah, I, I would. Put money it, yeah, on. right. She, I mean, she this, much. It makes more sense for being this than Black Panther. I mean, I yeah. kind of felt like <laughs> right. the. I kind of felt like the comment that she made about in Captain America. Oh, excuse me, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon. Yeah, we're always gonna make that mistake. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, where 
she said like things are about to get really weird. I assume I've always kind of assumed. I don't say always because I'm sure there's a podcast that she knew something. But I have I've thought for a long time that what she was talking about was scrolls. Yeah, because I don't know what else you, she could be saying that she you know things are about to get weird. What what else could she be talking about? And I right. thought that she was saying scrolls, and I think she was saying that because she knew there were Avengers who were not themselves; they were scrolls. Right. She's gonna she's gonna Which reveal why that. she's but, she's building you know the Thunderbolts. You know, like, or building this team or right. putting her yeah. own, you know, heroes in action. Like, yeah, uh, I, I, that has been my feeling for a while. So, so to answer your question, I think that it is likely. Yes. The, <laughs> this, the, the roadie theory, man, like, I've heard some people say that, like, oh, this joint's just going to be a, it's just a, it's just a precursor to, to Armor Wars. And I'm just like. I don't know what Armor War Armor Wars was pitched as like just like hey you know Rhodey we finally gave Rhodey his own story you know kind of like Hawkeye you know or whatever yeah. and it was a, the, the, as a series Disney Plus series now it's a movie that's got a, a lead in a lead in to it I mean I mean it has me excited I, I will preface by saying I, I am excited about it but man. Uh, I don't want to get my hopes up too much because if if, if Don Cheeto winds up just being Rhodey, then we'll just be like, well, what, the, what was the point of seeing Rhodey so much? Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, but yeah. But if there's a chance, um, we're gonna learn that Rhodey maybe hasn't been around all this time or whatever. He's thrust yeah. into the situation. Yeah. Armor Wars then becomes uh, really interesting. Not that it couldn't be interesting without that, but. That would be something for sure. The fact maybe that he hasn't said maybe anything doesn't, about maybe doesn't know Tony Stark is dead. Like there's a lot of things that could that could be they could do. You know, yeah. Um, like they like the fact that they haven't said anything about Armor Wars. Like I'd I, imagine yeah. we're gonna get Comic Con. Like we're gonna get you know Secret Invasion this spring, and then like we get a full rollout at Comic Con. Might even get a full rollout like in the ta- in the in the in the trades. Like after Secret Invasion. Like they might announce, like, yeah, this is Armor Wars, blah 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 blah, before they like yeah. roll it out Comic Con. But um, that has a chance to be really, really big time for them. Um, uh, Secret Invasion coming out. Uh, when when does this one come out? This comes out in uh, July, I think. Uh, no, that one's June. June twenty first, I believe, is June twenty first is the date yes. for. Again, this is a big summer, man. June third, you got. Uh, secret, uh, Spider-Man across Spider-Verse and a couple of weeks later and you're right into uh, right into Secret Invasion and weeks before Spider-Verse you're going to be in Guardians I mean again this is going to be quite a crazy summer so one of the other uh, big movies this summer this is later summer this is in August is going to be Blue Beetle we got our first look at that movie this is the first live action introduction of Jaime Reyes to the big screen in the movie's first trailer we see recent college grad Jaime Working in the hospitality industry at a luxury hotel in Palmera City, a location created originally for this film, so he will not be from Texas, El Paso, at least that's not going to be, but this movie is set for this movie. This is a, a new city that you know we're only learning about in this uh, show, this movie, though I think they recently introduced the city in the comics just as of like a couple of months ago, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the trailer uh, finds him attending later a meeting at Court Industries as he tries to find himself after coming back from college and seeing that his home life and his family life is changed and, and, and he's, and he's kind of lost at this point in his life. 
So he, he tries to maybe find work at Court Industries when a woman hands him a big belly burger box and tells him not to open it. Of course, he then decides to take it home and open it. And the box has, of course, the alien scarab, which immediately bonds with his body and takes him on this wild joy ride where we see Jaime Reyes, full costume, um, flying around, losing control completely. All the things you expect to see from a first interaction of Jaime Reyes with the scarab. He's later reunited with the Cord industry scientist who is uh, Jenny Cord. Um, she explains how the scarab works and how it is designed to protect its host, even in even in ways that are not intended, as we see him chopping a bus in half and uh, creating weapons against his family. Again, all similar, all things you'd expect to see from a Blue Beetle story. Uh, the rest of the trailer sees Jaime trying to fight off Cord Industries' efforts to take back the scarab, led by Victoria Cord, who is the older sister of Ted Cord, who is the original Blue Beetle from the comic books. She's the CEO of Cord Industries, played by Susan Sarandon, and... I'll say this. I mean, I don't know how you guys felt. I really thought this was a cool trail for Blue Beetle. I felt like it hit many of the notes that I think you would need to hit for this movie. Um, shout out to George Lopez, who's playing one of uh, Jaime's uh, family members in this movie, and he's hilarious. You know, I've always been a George Lopez fan, so great seeing him in this film. He's the kind of person I think that needs to be cast in a movie like this because of the uh, importance of this being, you know, an Mexican-American superhero. But, um, I, I really liked what I saw from this. I thought that the effects looked really solid. Um, I thought that the action, the humor, all hit the right notes you expect from a Blue Beetle movie. I wonder about a villain and if they'll be able to find a way to make the, you know, Victoria Cord character compelling in any way. Um, will there be another villain, a physical villain that we can kind of see that does make this interesting? But this does really feel like a true Jaime Reyes story in its core, so maybe that won't be as important. Overall, I thought it was a solid trailer. Sham, your thoughts? I thought it was good as well. Um, I wasn't really feeling the music choice. I didn't really think it matched. I agree. Um, yeah, that was right. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was just it was it kind of just it just put me off to it. I didn't really like the music choice. Um, not that I don't like the song necessarily, felt, but it, it, just, it little, just didn't feel. It felt a little sizzle reel. Like, it did. It, that's exactly. Yeah, you put it exactly right, EJ. Yeah, that's exactly what it felt like. It felt very sizzle reel. Like, didn't feel like a a, a trailer you would want to to feature any of your like flagpole like like type movies. Yeah. For your for your properties. So, um. So yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that. But I thought I think Blue Beetle looks good. He does. Um, I think. Um, I think the way they're showcasing his powers, I mean, it's it's Blue Beetle. You know, it's very, very accurate to the source material. Um, this felt a lot like a teaser to me. We, did, we didn't see much. We saw Blue Beetle, and we see the people that he's around. That's kind of it. We saw George Lopez is in it. I mean, I'm sure he'll be hilarious. I, I like George Lopez. Yeah, Batman's a fascist. <laughs> yeah, awesome, oh, yeah. Fi- awesome finishing line to this trailer, by the way. Yeah, very funny. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing him in this movie, more of him. Um, but yeah, we still got a lot more to see, but his powers look cool. His suit looks cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I like it. So I'm looking forward to seeing more. Kendall, how'd you feel about what you saw from the uh, Blue Beetle trailer? Um... I mean, I thought, I thought, I thought this looked really good. Uh, you know, I think that there's definitely 
uh, uh, there's definitely a pro- like a project and a, a character that we've seen that we've known for years has had the potential to to do something like this. Um, and it feels like they're pretty much going all out to make sure that that he does that he gets the 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 just do in terms of uh, a full theatrical release and a full theatrical movie. Um, you know, I mean, Zolo, I thought, you know, looked like a, uh, uh, a, an actor that could certainly play Jaime Reyes. Uh, yeah, we'll, obviously Mar- we'll, Maradona. Yeah. we'll see. Maradona, um, sorry. we'll see what the, uh, what it ends up, um, what it ends up looking like, uh, when it's out, but, um, I kind of felt like he maybe could have been a hair younger. Well, yeah, they're going college. Yeah, he's graduating college, so he's like 22, 23, which is still, I get, honestly, maybe like I'm getting older now, so now I feel like, oh, maybe I would like him a little younger. I kind of thought he could have been more like Peter Parker age, like now, you know, like, like, uh, you know, entering college or like maybe he's in college. I kind of felt like he could have been like the opposite to like Tom Holland. For, that's for and that's what they're that's what they're and going. I guess for. that's where he'll be. But I, I thought the time, I thought their ages could have been a little closer. But. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what they're going for in terms of the, uh, in terms of like the demographic. Um, you know, it, it's the rare case of a an actor is playing somebody he's actually younger than the character he's playing. I know. Um, yeah, because he's, he's only twenty one. Yeah. So, um, you know, again, rare, rare situation for that. Obviously, Cobra Kai, I believe he's playing a high school student. So it's not like it's, uh, you know, it's not like it would have been impossible. But for whatever reason, story-wise, they felt it was better for him to be uh, exiting college. That was that was good casting um, to make sure they, they did get somebody who could age into the role, like, could, realistically. Yeah, yes. that was smart. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um you know, I think uh, when it comes to like the, I, I would honestly, I would guess, I don't know the the full synopsis of 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 what happens, but I'd imagine something he might wind up working at Cord, you know, or something like that. And that might be why they needed him to be not in school, um, sort of like Peter Parker, uh, like Tobey Maguire, Peter Parker. You know, kind of, kind of thing, or even Andrew Garfield, like being older, you know, being in the workforce, kind of thing, uh, working at Oscorp, for example. But, um, but yeah, no, I thought I, I thought the parallels to a uh, to to, to Spider Man were there, to to you know Green Lantern were there, and I, I thought it was good. Um, you know, uh, some people weren't a fan of the the costume. I thought the costume was 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 cool. You know, the only thing that I may have, the only touch that I would have added was that I think that he could have had eyes. Um, okay. You know, yeah. I, I think that that it I, it looks a little too Deadpoolish when he doesn't have the eyes, but it's just a minor minor thing. Uh, overall, I thought the rest of the costume I thought was was great. Yeah, I yeah, I'm, I'm I, I don't know how people don't like this costume. I mean, it's. Literally. Oh, it's just an Iron Man knockoff, and I hate when people do stuff like that, man. It's like, yo, do you not follow this? Like, like my thing yeah, is like, yo, like, have you ever seen Blue Beetle? Right. It's like my thing is like, yo, if you don't follow this, so just say, okay, I don't follow this. 
So, like, I think it looks like I'm, but whatever, like, I, maybe there's something I don't know. Like, this is, like, he, this is who he is. Like, I mean, this is what he looks like. I don't know. What, like, this is taken directly from the comic. I don't know how anybody could be like, oh, this was a bad, I was like, wow. I really was wondering, like, I wonder how much they're going to change. Because I just felt like, even though he's, I mean, we, we talked about it. He has mm-hmm. an awesome costume. Very visually appealing. I think kids will run to want to get toys of this character. And it just made too much to do this movie. But I kind of thought they're gonna do something different. They're gonna change up something major. There's like, and I saw, I was like, oh wow, no, they really just just take that blue <laughs> character that we see from the comic books and any animation that you've seen them in, and just put him in a movie, which is really awesome. So I was really happy they did that. Um, shout out to the uh, to the the uh, the bug, the little like uh, the vehicle that Ted Core used to have, um, the flying you know uh, yes ship, and you know it looks like they're gonna kind of find Ted Core's headquarters or his. His lab when he was the Blue Beetle. That's where he saw, you know, George Lopez say that, you know, Batman the fascist line because uh, I think uh, mm-hmm. it was uh, Jaime who made a point of being like, oh, it's kind of like the Batcave or whatever. And, Reminds me so much of a Night Owl from a uh, Watchmen. Yes. Yeah, and um, I love that. So, like, yeah, because the original Blue Beetle, like a lot of it was because it was written so long ago. A lot of it is like, right. very cheesy. So I right. love yeah. that they found a way to like merge like the, like that. The <laughs> right, very much. Yeah. Like so I'm very happy they found them. I think the tick may have been actually inspired by that, but um, probably. <laughs> but like, I love that they were able to merge like that stuff with this. I think what happens sometimes too that I don't like as much is, and I think I think Ant Man did a pretty good job of it too. Uh, the first Ant Man of like, okay, you're going to do like the newer version of like the character, and there are good reasons to want to do that. But there are a lot of people who, like, really like the old version of the character or at least know that there has to be, like, don't make this, like, the other guy never existed. Like, like that happens a lot with some of these, uh, you know, movies where they want to just, like, move on to a different character and just, like, not pretend like this is the first version of Ant-Man or first version of Blue Beetle. Like, I love that, similar to the first Ant-Man movie, that this one, like, recognizes Ted Kord in a major way. So, um, so I thought that that was really cool. And I'm excited to see this film i think it's gonna be really fun i mean i love the director who's, who's doing this movie um he did charm city kings which i know i've told you guys a million times you need to see i'm telling you guys it is a, a fantastic i watched movie. it movie oh you did watch it how good yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah you did watch it yeah yeah because we talked about it yeah it's you very good me for saying that i thought that um i thought that meek mill was good <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah, no no yeah. Was like, i'm not going that far but yeah uh angel uh, manuel soto who is directed this film um, did Trump City Kings, which is was a fantastic movie, and that's just all you got. I mean, you, I don't know if you're gonna learn much about Bubito from watching it, but I think you'll learn just about like the spirit in which he puts his heart in projects, and you can appreciate and say, okay, I want to see what this guy does with a superhero movie. So Trump City Kings, it was on HBO Max for a long time. I know HBO Max has been weird since Zaslav came. It wouldn't surprise me if they start taking stuff off. It'd be a shame if they did take off Trump City Kings. But if, if it is on there, go check it out. It is a, a fantastic movie. But, yeah, man, Blue Beetle looks really good. Looks really so, solid. Yeah, Kendall. I, I, well, the last thing I'll say is that watching this trailer made me even more confident that if and when DC goes all in on making a static shot movie or series, that that would be great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. I mean, yeah, that, if you that did this would, this style yeah, of movie and did Static Shock. I mean, make so much money. And the fact that 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 they they canned it, or it's like, oh, we're gonna send this first into the HBO Max, and they're like, oh, we're just not gonna do it. I mean, I, what I will say is, I feel like James Gunn's the kind of guy that would totally want to do Static Shock. That gives me hope that they'll eventually do something. Man, 
I, I don't I don't put my faith in anything James Gunn says, but we'll. Well, yeah, he never we'll said he's never said anything. I'm just saying I think that he's the kind of person that would want to do it. You don't think that? Yeah. You don't think that? You don't think that's true? I I well, I guess the better way be better way is I don't I don't put my eggs into anything. Uh, James Gunn at this point, not 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 that I'm against wow. James Gunn. Kendall, Kendall just, coming in hot with the anti James Gunn takes right now. Just his, deci- his decision making has been uh, suspect so far, and so I'm like, I you know, uh, I'm not going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he would be open for it because he he also shot down allegedly a, a Batman Beyond movie. So well, that did happen. Yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't trust his judgment. All right. Well, that leads us right perfectly into our last subject here. So um, we've long wondered what a live action crossover with DC and Marvel would look like. But as it turns out, so do those companies. <laughs> They're also wondering that. Uh, so speaking with Empire, James Gunn says that the pairing is more likely now that he is in charge at DC. Of course, he's head of DC Studios now and that he would be lying to say that conversations had not happened. Uh, he did note that the talks were, quote, very, very light and that any project involving both students would be many years away. So I want to preface that. But he did say that discussions did happen. He said, I can't lie and say that it didn't happen. They did happen. So we've heard rumbling that this is something that could happen at some point. I've, every time we talked about it on this show, I've always dismissed it as nonsense, saying there was no way this was ever going to happen. But here, I mean, again, there's some credence that maybe there's something that could happen. Um, so I'll put it out there, Sham. What would you want to see in a Marvel DC crossover film? See, is is weird because so I'm probably going to be the, the odd man out in, in this whatever in this discussion. I've never and this and this has always been me just since seemingly forever ago. I know everyone is always I want to see this one crossover with that one. I want everyone to crossover. Why can't we have this thing crossover with that? I don't need things to cross over. Mm. I'm totally cool having things just being separate. This is in this world and that is in that world. And I mean, I'm, I'm part of it's like, I don't know. Do I want to see Superman in the Marvel universe? I mean, Superman, I feel like DC, you know, it's kind of similar to, oh, I want, you know, the Dragon Ball Z people to fight the DC people. And it's like, there's, there's a power scaling. Uh, I want to see Dragon like, Ball fight no problem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a power scaling problem with I think putting DC people in like Marvel stuff, you know, like I think DC stuff is like just more powerful than. God, than I feel, than I feel like in some ways the most powerful characters. people in I feel like some way the most powerful people in DC, like, like they're like the most important. No, let me rephrase this. In many ways, I feel like the most important people in the DC universe are also most powerful. Well, that is not really the case with Marvel. Like right. Superman that's and Wonder Woman are, true as well. are, you know, two thirds of the trilogy tri- of, the, of the of Trinity, and they're extremely powerful, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, I like they would watch, Sp- you know, Spider Man. They would watch, you know, Captain America. They would watch Iron Man. You know, mm-hmm. I, may, Iron Man may have all of them, but probably have the best shot because maybe he could put together a suit and like he could put his brains together and maybe to work. I he I'd give him a fighting chance, but I'm not giving the other two any chance. So that so I, in some ways, like the, the the lens in which we see the Marvel universe, which is often through those three characters, you know, maybe throwing a Wolverine who would also get washed by Superman. Like it, it's different than DC, where we see the lens. Now we see it through Batman. We know okay, that's a lot more of a fun fight and fun comparison with a lot of these Marvel characters. But 
you know, the uh, kind of the most overpowered characters like Hulk and, and Thor, they're great characters, but I almost sometimes feel like they're almost like we don't we don't really see the true Marvel universe through their lens because of one's a god, one's like a out of control monster. So so like they don't really provide right. much other than like strength and maybe like, you know, good stories within their stories. So it's just it's just different, you know what I'm saying? Again, with DC, where it's, it's yeah. totally different, where, like, some of the most powerful people, a lot of the most powerful people are, like, very important. Yeah. And, I mean, DC characters, I mean, in the DC stories in general, like, routinely go to other planets and all, and they're, like, you know, there's a Green Lantern Corps and there's all this other stuff in other, like, the Apocalypse. There's just a lot going on with DC that I'm just, like, I don't know that I want that to, like, blend with Marvel. Um, I know it's happened before in the comics. I, I, full disclosure, of course, I, yeah, I, I have not read those comics. Of times. Yeah. yeah, so I haven't read those comics. I know it can you be done. I know DC, it has been you done. Never read DC versus Marvel comics ever. I don't think so. No. Wow. There's a lot of comics I haven't read. <laughs> I, I used to when our uncle <laughs> Rob got it. I used to like just scour through that thing. I've probably read those comics like ten times over in our uncle's room in our old grandparents' house in Queens. Right. So I'm surprised, I'm surprised you didn't do the same. Well, you were younger than me. You might have been like four. I was probably eight. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was probably just just way younger. But <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no, I just it's just not something I I was ever really that interested in. No, I'll be honest, Jam. Like, and I don't know how Kendall feels. Like, I, I, I don't need this. I would never need this to happen. I know a lot of people would, and if it did happen, I'd be really excited for it, and I would support it, and I would want to watch it. But I, I, I kind of agree with Sham. This is not something that I've ever really needed. I feel like a lot of the times when they've tried to do this thing in the comics, it just never executed that well. Because I've seen several versions of them trying to do this. And I remember the first major version in the 90s when they did DC versus Marvel. And, you know, it's so much there. What people don't understand is there's going to be so much politics in making a movie like this of who can be who and you know, to the point where, like, in this comic books, if I'm not mistaken, I think they did, like, a poll where they had the fans vote for who would win, but then they had to fix a certain number so that, you know, to make sure it wasn't skewed one way or the other. So there were some results in there that were questionable with some people, and, um, yeah, it's just, it just, I don't know. It's, again, it's just not something that I've ever really needed. I loved it as a kid growing up, because, like, who, what, seven, eight-year-old kid, nine-year-old kid, how old was, doesn't want to think... Who win between you know Superman and Hulk? Who win between Lobo and Wolverine? Like these are incredible conversations when you're that kid. Now it's just like I mean I don't know I, I don't really long to know those things or Captain America and Batman like like I, I don't really care too much. Um, but I know how much money you, I mean that would probably I think it, I think if they did that this I, whenever they do if they do this this would be the highest grossing movie of all time. That that's how I feel. I'll make that bold prediction today. Um. At least, you know, at least it will, it will be number one until some other movie comes around and knocks it off. But that, I mean, that would be insane if they did this. Is why they have to talk about doing it because they have to, there's too much money to be made. But I, I've never really been as excited about it. But Kendall, do you? Are you? Are you? So there's two Grinches here. Are you on the other side? Are you saying, oh no, like you actually would love to see something like this? So EJ made a great point there at the end. You guys know my philosophy when it comes to deal making whether it be in sports yep. whether it be in I movies exactly where, you, I know exactly where you're going when there is money involved and there is a lot of money to be made no 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 rift 
is is too untenable for for a deal to be made at some point. And like you said, EJ, there is so much money that is on the table here. You know, I remember we we, we would do sports talk however many years ago, and we would talk about you know, man, wouldn't it be crazy if like you know, uh, if like we get like uh, Manny Pacquiao to fight Floyd, and it was like, oh, that'll never happen. I know. I, I, no, it's too much money to be made. It'll happen. Like, at some it's point. going. To it happen. May, it's not gonna happen now. It may, it's not gonna happen on our terms. It's not gonna be exactly how we want it, but it's going <laughs> right, to happen. It's not gonna be how we want it, but eventually it'll get to the point where it'll happen. It'll the same with Conor just, and yeah. Floyd. Yep. People are all the UFC would never let that happen. Blah blah blah. It's too much money to be made by too many different parties. Oh, Showtime and HBO and how you gonna work all? It'll work itself out. <laughs> so, from the business side of it, if Marvel and DC. Yes, there are a lot of hoops that have to be jumped through, and you make a great point about, uh, you know, the, the the image of certain characters, and certain characters have to be seen in a certain light. Um, all that has to be discussed creatively, but, um, but yeah, this 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 is an idea that they could work itself out in terms of how I would feel about it. Uh, just to get it out the way, and I'm sure you guys agree, even though you guys aren't. A fan of this in a movie sense, I think a video game would be a perfect forum for this. Yeah, that'd be. I'd be way more. I would be way more excited for that. Yes. If if you told me, Ed Boon, you know, Nether Realm, you know, they were making their next Injustice game or their next Mortal Kombat game was a Marvel versus DC game. Now all of a sudden, I, I think I don't think there's any debate about do people want to see this? You know, um. So that that obviously, and then in in within that is a story, you know, that you, that could be expounded upon or uh, you know uh, expanded upon rather, like we saw with uh, Injustice. Um, in terms of movies, I mean, I think that this is this is far more realistic, far more. It, it makes more sense story wise in an animated form which is why the video game thing makes more sense but it just makes more sense animated than it does live action i agree uh i mean live action is where you would make the most money so it was again why if it ever had <laughs> whatever happened it'd probably be live action but in the short term i mean animated you can tell the most amount of stories um i mean honestly my pitch would be and it's again, it's, it's it's virtually impossible just because of the logistics of dealing with Marvel and DC. But I would almost do like a series, like an animated series, where you'd have every episode is it's like Death Battle, basically. Mm-hmm. The, the YouTube channel Screw Attack, they do their Death Battle series where they go over who would win in a fight between, you know, Obi Wan Kenobi and Batman. You know, ridiculous right. stuff like that. Like it wouldn't be it wouldn't be like the the breakdown part of it, but the actual just being an animated episode of those two characters, whoever it is, someone in Marvel and someone in DC fighting. Uh, that would be the best, I think, way of uh, of doing this. Um, but if you're talking about trying to make the most money, I do think a world's colliding sort of, you know, sort of movie where we have... I don't think Superman could be a part of it if it's like a fight. Uh, I mean, he's outside watching, of super. He's watching whoever he's facing. Yeah, exactly. He's watching, and, and like we're at the we were at the point. Where we just had a Justice League movie. They didn't have Superman, basically. Uh, that was a mistake. you know, or it which was, <laughs> was a mistake. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, so that would that's where you'd have to come down. Is like, could DC do a movie like this and like leave off their biggest character? Even if like we knew he, we know he'd be involved for, at some point, but just he wouldn't be a central figure in the in the entire story. I mean, they've already done it, and we saw how that how that worked out. But other than that, I think you can get by. Again, Superman is a character that kind of messes everything up here, but. You know, yes, I think you could put him in. I mean, you could you could make you you could write a really compelling fight scene. He just he just he's going to win, but right, exactly. And then that's the thing. Know, I mean, like, a fight scene with Thor, or a fight scene with Hulk would absolutely still kill. You know, yes, no pun intended. Yes, but um, but but yeah, you're right. The DC, you know, like, like you guys mentioned, the power level is still uh superior. Um. But I also think I think James Gunn is right in that the timeline is just not it doesn't work out right now in terms of where DC's at. Problem is that Marvel doesn't have twenty years, you know, to like, you know, say, oh yeah, you know, all right, we'll wait for you guys to be established in ten years, and we'll, we'll. I mean, yeah, they could do that, but is Chris Evans still, you know, acting at that point? Is I mean, you know, is Chris Hemsworth still acting at that point? Like, you have to recast some of these characters and, and what does it become like at that point is DC the flagship superhero movie studio, you know, or is Marvel, you know, basically, you know, X-Men focused at that point, mutant focused and not dealing with some of these other characters, the Avengers characters that we've had. So that's the question is that like, it makes more sense for Marvel to do that, attack that now, like they are with secret wars, but DC is not there yet. Um, yeah. So it's it's the from that standpoint, logistically it's impossible. Which is why I go back to animation be the perfect medium to tell something like this. We've seen a lot of crazy animated movies made, some made better than others. Uh this could be incredible. Real quickly, one word answer, yes or no. Do we see a Marvel DC live action project, Kendall? Ever? Yes. Um yes. let's say okay. <laughs> Let's because okay, ever <laughs> let's say in the next fifteen years. Uh yeah, I mean I mean I would assume so. Uh I mean again, we you know, we're talking twenty thirty-eight. I mean, I would assume by at least twenty forty we'll have something that will be at least in the works. Very, very actively in the works. But yeah, I would assume we will be getting something. Sham, yes or no? Next fifteen years. Fifteen years. Uh, I say yes, and and that's mostly predicated on whatever this James Gunn thing is not being a complete, complete that is a, disaster. That is the, I think that is the that's the only way this happens. I agree. With yeah, you. that's the lynch. That's the linchpin. <laughs> um, yeah, I I will say no. I think because I think there's going to be a lot. I think I think we're facing. I think Marvel's facing a reckoning soon. Where I'm not saying Fai is gonna be fired or he's gonna leave in the next three four years, but I don't think he will be around in the next fifteen. So if and when that's the case, I think that this then kind of gets taken back off the shelf. Because that's what James Gunn is referring to. He says, "Yeah, right. well, that's yeah, very now because the relationship that he I had with, with Kevin, which I think definitely makes it. I agree with him. I think it does make it more likely." I just don't think that Kevin will be around long enough for this thing to happen. 
whoever gets hired, I think, will be someone like new and they'll have their own vision and we'll probably see a reboot. That's how I feel. But all right. I think that's a good place to leave it, though. Great conversations today. A really enjoyable podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to this edition of New Generation Hero Talk. Of course, you can catch all of our shows on New Generation Podcast Network. You can find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, ch- also check us out on YouTube. You can find our stuff, New Generation Media. Follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcasts. And follow us individually on social media. You can find myself, EJ underscore Stewart on Twitter, Action EJ on Instagram and TikTok. You can find Shamari on Instagram and Snapchat, MCShan22. You can find Kendall on Twitter, New Gen Ken. That'll do it for now. Thank you guys so much for checking us out. For Shamari, for Kendall, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace. <laughs>